When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome back to the show. Julian DeStoop with you on Thursday night. It'll be the top of the table. Melbourne United up against the third place Southeast Melbourne Phoenix in the throwdown. Both had great wins on the weekend. The Phoenix went up to Sydney and defeated the Kings while United bounced back in style from their loss to Cairns last week, thumping the Brisbane Bullets by 35 points yesterday at John Kane Arena. And their coach, Dean Vickerman, joins us. Morning, Dean. Morning. They say a week's a long time in football. It's a long time in basketball. You give up 67 points in a half last week and just 68 for the entire game yesterday. Yeah. Um, you know, good to be able to, you know, rectify um, what we felt was a, a soft defensive performance for us against Cairns. But, you know, no, you know, giving great credit to Cairns as well. They, they've really shot the basketball well. You know, it's not too many teams have come in and shot the basketball at 75% for a half as well. So, uh, but yeah, good to turn things around. And, you know, Chris was uh, amazing in that second quarter and, and really, um, you know, getting us a, a big lead in the second quarter. Just on Chris, game 250 yesterday. He's been in outstanding form all season. Have you, have you seen him play better than he is right now? I think for a stretch of games, um, it's hard to, to say he's he's played better basketball at United than this this period where we we had Delhi out for a while, we've had Ian Clark out for a while, and his ability to step up, and now having all those guys back and still being able to do the same things, being outstanding. Just that you mentioned, you were pretty strong on the defence uh, last week, saying you were confident that wouldn't happen again—a defensive performance like that, where you give up, you know, sixty-seven and a half, hundred and fifteen for the game. So, so during the week, and you got a week between matches. Well, what is the key? to rectifying that? Is it is it on the court? Is it some tough conversations off the court? How did you go about it last week? Yeah, I think the, the whole group owned the review fairly well. And, and when we put it back on our coaching staff to start with to say, that, you know, we've allowed uh, slippage to happen. We've allowed people to, um, you know, get off the body and not use their physicality and get out of stance and just, you know, not be a step ahead. And so uh, I thought, you know, we held players to account much better. Uh, they owned that, that it wasn't Melbourne United defence and, and we made our change. There was a, a ruthlessness about the performance yesterday. Three-quarter time, you had the game safely in your keeping, but 26 points to nine in the last quarter. You must have been pleased that once you had the foot on the throat, you kept it on. Yeah, you know, so one of our values is to be relentless and, um, you know, I thought there was a... Um, you know, a point there where we just kept going. It was like, we're not going to back off here. You know, it's important that we, uh, because the last time we played them, we had a 
you know, a 20 plus point lead and, and they put some uh, full court extended pressure against us and trapped us and we turned the basketball over a number of times. And so um, I think we just wanted to make sure we closed the game much better. Speaking of Melbourne United, Coach Dean Vickerman, a great response from United yesterday with a 35 point win over Brisbane at John Kane Arena. A couple of big games coming up this week, including the throwdown on Thursday. And uh, your opposition's in, in pretty good nick, uh, Dean, uh, off the back of yesterday's performance up in Sydney. Yeah, quality performance from them. Um, you know, undermanned with no import and Ruben Tarangi um, and the others out as well. And so, yeah, you know, really, really good performance for them. And, um, you know, we look forward to this throwdown on Thursday. It's such a unique game where, um, you know, there's a lot of United fans there at the game and there's a lot of Southeast fans. And so you kind of get this unique crowd where, where one team scores, there's good cheers. One the other team scores, there's good cheers. And they bounce off each other. And, yeah, really fun environment to play. Just keen to get your thoughts on what happened in Cairns late last week, Dean. It was interesting, the comments from Adam Ford saying if he was in the position of the Kings at halftime with that lead, he'd want to see that the game ended. The two teams agreed to play on without a shot clock. It was a you know 50-minute stoppage. The air conditioning broke down. All hell broke loose. How do you think you would have handled that as a coach on the night? Yeah, it's tough to say. We've been in some situations like that over the years um, where, you know, slippery floor, you call the game, how do you, how do you go about it? Um, you know, the, that one was, I think we've had some shot clock failures before and where we've, you know, the, the, the MC or the, or the guy on the mic is kind of calling out the shot clock and we're still, you know, playing with it. So, you know, I was interested to hear that those coaches kind of agreed to just kind of play basketball the right way without a shot clock and, and you know, then, then the, you know, they use a little bit more shot clock at different times and different things. So I, I didn't like that part of it. I would have struggled probably to not play with a shot clock. But, um, yeah, air con I think you can deal with and, and, let, and let, as long as the floor is, um, you know, not dangerous or hazardous to, to, to players. Um, but, yeah, shot clock's a tough one to not deal with. Yeah, I'm assuming, Dean, that's probably the last venue in Australia you want the air conditioning to break down. <laughs> yeah, you know, we play, we got a New Year's Eve game up there, so uh, hopefully everything's sorted by then, and, you know, it could be a, a hot, muggy kind of uh, New Year's Eve that, you you know, hopefully it's all sorted. And just on coaching, I mean, we, we speak to AFL coaches, and, you know, you're obviously very competitive against each other as NBL head coaches, and, and you want to win every time you come up against a rival team, but at the same time, you know, it, it, it's a bit of a... A brotherhood. You all understand the pressure each each one's under. So when when something happens like last week and CJ Bruton part ways with the Adelaide Thirty Sixes, do you make contact with someone like that you've known for a long time? Do you do you give them some space before making contact? How does it sort of work when someone loses their job in the NBL? Yeah, no, I'm not too sensitive like that. You know, both Jacob and CJ, I reached out to as soon as I heard the news, and um, you know. Obviously, you know, my first year of coaching, you know, didn't go so well either. And just kind of, you know, letting them know that, um, you know, if they want to come and get a basketball fix to come into our program, they're always welcome. And, and that the next job will be a great one for them and take it as a learning. So, you know, that was my message to both those coaches. And I hope to see them both in head coach positions in the future. Yeah, that, that is great to hear that uh, there is that brotherhood amongst the coaches. Just uh, one more on yesterday's performance. Uh, five players in, in double figures with scoring. Is that is that sort of one sign, you know, you, you, you've got a good performance when it's, you know, Chris Golding top scores with 21, but you've just got such a, an even contribution offensively? 
Yeah, I think, you know, I think that's where we can be really dangerous. And, you know, we've built this team on depth and, um, you know, the second quarter and the fourth quarter, you know, is where we want to try and really wear teams out. And if we can continue to move pieces and um, keep that pressure on, um, but then seeing different, you know, threats come on offensively and, um, you know, Tanner Krebs has come in and made a couple of shots for us as well. I and mean, we know we can get more out of him as the, as the year goes along. But, yeah, having Ian Clark back and, and Delhi back in good form as well, um, you know, makes us pretty dangerous right around the floor. Yeah, it must be nice to have uh, very few injury problems at the moment, Dean, because it hasn't been a luxury you've had so far this year. No, you know, the first the first full game that we actually played with a, a complete roster. Uh, we had 45 seconds in one other game. So, um, you know, that's certainly the, when you look at, we're at the halfway mark of the season and, you know, Ken, um, you know, we just stay a lot healthier than we did the first half of the year. But, you know, obviously that bred opportunity for different people and there's good confidence from some guys that, you know, got some extra minutes in the first half of the year. Well, Dean, well done yesterday. As always, uh, very generous with your time, and uh, we can't wait for Thursday night, first versus third in a a packed-out throwdown. Thanks again for your time. Cheers.